fears of tripping on top. Be there! Scour the spaceways! Explore vast alien worlds! Tin right here contains the whole rigmarole. I used to smoke about an ounce of hash every day. Good. And it made me go a little bonkers. Maybe. If I occupy his mind with more duties, I can control his space. Hi. Big fat Hi. doobies. Hi. 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 How are you doing today? Super cool. How are you? I'm well. Thanks for asking. It's Tuesday again. Another episode of the Hotbox, September 14th, 2010, episode 25. Yep, yep. That's a quarter. Thank you very much for joining us. Halfway this, to 50. That's right. Ooh. We're almost 50. Whoa. This is the last episode before the live show, live audience style at the Roach Market, at the Swap Meet, whatever you want to call it. September 18th, that's going down this Saturday at Smokers Friendly. It's right past the airport, if you're local. On the right-hand side. That's right, if you're going towards Before windmill storage. So, if you're in Kalispell, Montana, or the Flathead Valley, we're going to be there doing a live podcast. Uh, 10 to 8, I believe is the time. We'll have food, we'll have a little music, we'll have some booths, people selling some stuff. I hear people are going to be selling a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's going to be quite a bit, and it's going to be such a vast array of things that, I mean, it, it literally covers anything you could think of. We're doing like eBay. Right here, in <laughs> in real person action. You can give them ratings and everything. It'll be great. And yeah, anything you can think of. This is, it's it's going to be like Walmart down there, mm-hmm. but better. Yep. It's going to be cool stuff. And cars. You could buy a car when you're down there. There's going to be, they, he, there's some nice cars I want cars one of those there. cars, those dude. Nice. <laughs> those were nice. There's some nice old and school Buicks down there. And he let me sit on his motorcycle, too. Oh, yeah, there's a motorcycle there. Everything's for sale. September 18th. Bring your stuff. Do you have stuff to sell? Bring it down. Yeah. It will we'll just we'll sell stuff. We I should start an eBay account while I'm there and like just sell stuff. Just see if you can get people to bid on things. That's right. I'll be like I'll give you 2 bucks for it. And I'll <laughs> turn around and I'll sell it for 5 and another 10 for shipping. Bam, that's how people make money on eBay. Yep, they get yep. you with the shipping. Yeah, they do. It's terrible. But uh, yeah, we're going to do a live audience hot box episode there. We're going to have uh, some some of the probably, I, I would wager to say, the best chronic in the valley, if not the world. That's right, the world. People know what the fuck they're doing <laughs> here. It's amazing. So, also, what's the special today? What's the special on the table today? C99. Okay. What are we doing that special today? What are we giving away? Oh, Narf. Sorry. C99, (laughs) though. Good to know. Thank you. uh, Sorry, pothead. That's good. (laughs) Um. So, anyways, we are giving away a year subscription to the first person who calls when they see us spark a bowl. That's right. To Montana Connect Magazine. The bowl. As soon as you see smoke rolling. Give us a call. 406-204-4687. And you, if you're the first caller, you will win a year subscription to the Mon- premier weed magazine. Montana Connect, straight from here. From Montana, the premier Montana weed magazine. Yep, yep. And I think, isn't the next issue that comes out have a, a little biopic of us in it? I believe it does. I wrote a story. And Montana Connect will actually be at the Roach Market on September 18th with the That's August right. issue. That's right. Yep. Is that the one we're in? Yep, I think so. Exciting. I know. Very Yay! exciting. So yeah, as soon as we spark that up, you see the smoker on call in 406-204-4687 and uh, yeah, you can win that. So, since school has started... Yep. As you may all know, lots of you may have children running about the house. Few people do. And if you know you if you smoke weed, you there's you know, maybe a, a few pointers that we could give you as to how to go about handling this. See, you don't have to be all like real secretive about it. Well, yeah. For and the most part. Well, yeah, I mean, the more secretive you are about it, the more kids want to talk about it. Right. And if you're legal, I mean, honestly, you're not doing anything wrong. That's right. Right? The key with little kids, and I don't even have kids, and I know this. This is how in tune with the world and everybody else's kids that I am. That 
if you just don't make a big deal out of it, like if you just regard it as just another boring old everyday houseplant, they're not going to make a big deal out of it. It won't even be in their mind. As soon as you're like, they see you and you're like being all weird and stuff like they know, dude, they know. And they'll be like, so what's that? And then you got to be all weird about it, you know? And then they start wanting to tell their friends, and then right. you, next thing you know, you got a knock on the door, and it's what? Who, CPS. CPS. Usually, that's with right. Sheriff. Flashing badges. Yep. <laughs> and you know, you've also got to remember too, with older kids, when they get to a certain point, they are going to. I've got it right here. Awesome. When they get to a certain point, they're going to start being told lessons in school about how marijuana is dangerous. It's an illegal drug and what they need to look for about yep. how to, you know, notice it and who they need to contact if they see it. And so what you need to remember is at a certain point, you you may need to talk to your kids about it, but you need to be careful. Let them know what your views are of it. Is it a plant? Is it a medicine? You know, is it something that you're okay with them knowing about? The other thing you need to be careful about with younger kids is this isn't something where like you're smoking in front of your kids or like with your kids sitting on your lap or right there next to you. Um, There have been cases before where CPS was called in. And they actually sat down with the kids and asked them if they knew what a pipe looked like and then if they had ever seen their parents use one before. Yep. Put the kid against the parents. Right. Not a nice move. Exactly. So you do need to be guarded about certain aspects of it. But if you freak out and act like they just like, you know, walked in on the most horrible thing on earth... They're going to want to talk to somebody about that. They're going to they're going to want to know why there was that reaction. Kids are little explorers, man. They're just like constantly looking at stuff and trying to figure it out. Yep. And so if, you know, if you do something like that, they're going to want to know why. Right. Why? 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 Well, why? Why? That is the number one question that why? children ask. <laughs> Oh, yes. And, you know, the other thing you need to think about, too, is if you have a grow and stuff. I mean, like, I personally, I'm a caregiver, right? So that's your job. That's That's how you provide for your children. Exactly. Right. And one of the side effects of that is honestly, I mean, I can smell marijuana if it's like under my nose but like i don't know if i actually like smell like it when i'm out and about right and i can't tell if my kids you know i mean there's stories in california all the time about teachers complaining about kids smelling like it because well, and they not know even, it's in the home not even necessarily the kids like maybe their clothes the backpack well, you yeah know, any kind of fabric that that smoke will cling to you can smell it. It's a pretty potent smell. Well, even like the it, smell from the plants will cling to you. Right. And so, yeah. And so it's just one of those things where, I mean, sometimes that's something that you may not notice, but someone at a school would, and they may start asking questions, at which point your child may be put in a spot, you know? Right. And so, I mean, things- And that's where the conflict comes in, because you always tell them, you know, don't lie, but then they're like, but well, it's my parents, but they don't necessarily know that if they say something, you're going to get in trouble. And it's a whole weird thing, you know, well, that right. shouldn't ever have gotten to in the first place. And and if you're legal, then there shouldn't be a problem really at all. The problem, I guess there there would be a problem if CPS gets involved, which when it comes to this, whether you're a legal patient or not. They have gotten involved in people's lives. Right. You know, they have tried to remove children from the home. They have tried to just perform visits because they've gotten a call. I mean, you know, they're doing their job, but they're targeting certain people because of their medical decisions. Right. And, you know, I mean, there was a person at the MMGA meeting that we were at last month. Yeah, he brought that up. Right. And he was talking about how him and his wife went into the hospital and refused a um, a drug test. And their patients and CPS ended up getting involved. And the all hospital other- called CPS? Or? Yeah, wow. I guess the hospital did. And so now they're having to go through all this stuff because of it. 
So it's like, you know, it's kind of one of those fine lines. Right now, with the way laws are, I mean, you're legal. You're protected. So you shouldn't hide it from but, your kids, but right. there's still the chance of having to deal with those bigger beings that feel a need to patrol everything everybody does well, and after all, within their family. After all, it has been demonized for like the last, you know, 50, 60, 80, however long. Well, yeah. It's and a long I mean, time, you know? That's a lot of negative connotation associated with the weed to undo. And that doesn't just happen like, okay, you know, a few states get medical marijuana. It's not going to change everybody's view. And the majority, I mean, I guess not the majority because a lot of people do smoke. But that other half, it's pretty split. From all the what the, all the polls say, at least in California, like it's it's pretty, you know, maybe a couple more for the smoking side, but then the next day there's a couple more for the not. I think that's a good cross-section well, of think, what the whole U.S. is like. I think this is something that should be regarded the same as any other prescription medication exactly. or alcohol. If there's a problem and the child is at risk, yes, CPS should get involved. Of course they should. If you're neglecting your children, if you're not feeding them because you're trying to use the money to buy other things, it, you know, any of those things, yes, CPS should get involved in that. For instance, in Shirley, New York, a Long Island mom was arrested because she allegedly left her one-year-old son alone in the car for more than 40 minutes oh. while she went inside their home to smoke weed. See, see that's, that's not, neglect. Yeah, that's you not okay. Yeah, you see, you don't do that, and that, that would be a, a case where, sure. 40 minutes, first that. off, that's not just one bowl. That's like I smoked one bowl and then totally forgot for like the next, you know, 38 minutes. I mean, that that right there, that is beyond like, okay. Now, do you think, though, that she left her child in the car because she was going in to smoke weed? And if weed wouldn't have had such a negative aspect in her mind that she wouldn't have left the kid outside? Well, we don't know the whole story. I mean, is, is she using any other kinds of drugs? Is she a working mother? Has she had problems before She's with CPS? She's 43, and she was charged with possession of weed and resisting arrest. So, mm. Well, she's a mom seeing her child around. I mean, One-year-old, that's... If, uh... if my kids and... If an officer ever got involved and I saw my kids like being taken away by an officer, I'd probably get charged with well, resisting here's, arrest also. <laughs> here's a good um, testament to... This lady here, she says, quote, I was using the pipe to smoke weed because I was feeling under the weather <laughs> for, you know, 40 minutes. When, See, then when she learned she was going to get arrested, she apparently began screaming, pushing and kicking the officers. Luckily for them, no one was injured. See, I mean, I and had, they notified CPS. I've had to run into somewhere before for like thirty seconds, a minute tops. Like you know, run in and pay for gas and run back out, or you know, run in and buy a bag of ice and run back out. Right, that's a minute, not forty. Right, forty is almost would an hour. Never do anything like that. That's almost First an hour, off, dude. <laughs> yeah, how old was the kid? One. Oh, that's like oh. in the car seat, like totally strapped just strapped in, in probably not, just yeah. like, uh, hello. Well, there's no reason at all that that would be okay whatsoever unless she right. died in the house and that's right. why she didn't come out. Definitely not. Sorry, honey. I was feeling under the weather a bit. But see, people like that are... They do that stuff regardless. Well, yeah, but people like that are why so many people go, oh, they use marijuana. They right. must be bad parents. Yep. You know, I mean, they Not automatically assume if you're a medical marijuana patient and you have children that your children are being neglected somehow. Right. And I know some of the smartest, most well-behaved children being raised by medical marijuana patients. And I'm not even talking they about mine. They have patients. Yeah. I know. And so, they're generally good people, except, you know, here well, and there. I mean, but see, people, there <laughs> there are, and I, and I say this all the time, as long as humans are involved, there right. will always be a criminal element. No matter what we do, what regulations we put on anything, there will always be one person who does something so stupid. Stupid that everybody sits <laughs> Everyone there and steps goes, back and is like, whoa. Okay, we, <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> 
<laughs> we're going to take it away from all of Whoa. you because of this one person's stupidity. Right. Like you know? those ridiculous laws you always hear about. And you're like, well, why did they have to make a law like that? Right. Because well, somebody did that. The stupid warning labels. <laughs> that's why. Yeah. Because someone thought it was a good idea to get in the tub with the toaster. Yeah. But that's why. Thanks. But I mean, you know. For this one woman, I know 50 others that are nowhere near her at all. Right. And it could be, I mean, it could be someone that didn't smoke weed. Like, that not necessarily, I mean, in this case, that's what it was. But you could, like, just as easily go into a bar and, like, just be like, oh, I'll be out in a minute. Just one shot. But see, kids have died from that. Yeah. There have been stories where kids have been left in the car outside of a bar and they've actually died in the car. And I mean, other places everyone wasn't too. like, oh, alcohol, alcohol, alcohol. Look what you did. Alcohol. That is a no. They blamed the parent. That's right. As you should. It's the it, human it's element. It's the parent. Not, you know, I mean, what they're doing does have some effect. And that's obviously something that has to be addressed. The plant wasn't in there like, look at me. Look at me. Forget about your kid outside. Look at me. Let's let's keep it was her on decision me. to do that. Exactly. Exactly. The human element. But see, and there could have been other stuff involved, too. She could have gone in, bought weed, but been doing something else. She may have other drug problems that they just right. don't talk about. Or I remember back in the day when weed was illegal that some kids that sold it, you would actually have to go and hang out for a half hour because they didn't want to look like there was, you know, just in and out traffic because their neighbors were nosy tattletales. So mm-hmm. maybe she had that law. Maybe wherever she went, they were like, all right, well, you know the rule. She's like, oh, I got my kid in the car. My one year. Okay. One more bong load. And then by that time she was, she was ready to go. And the cops and the CPS were there. Wow. They released the son into the custody of the father, so that's good, hopefully, uh, uh, after he was contacted. so Neat. Yay for that. So do you have any other, like, like how, do you, how do you handle it in your household? Well, I mean, everything is separate from my kids, of course. Right. They know the plants are there because, I mean, you can't, you can't hide that. It, are they like, do they know that that's marijuana or is it just another plant to them? We explain that it's a plant that people use for medicine. Word. You know, I mean, that's what it is. It's a plant that people use for medicine. And then, you know, I mean, there's uh, so many other uses for it, too. But they're kids, you know. Right. But it's not like Just my enough kids... to satisfy the what's that. Right. And, you know, I mean... They're, it's not like they're going out there and eating it or licking right. it or anything like that. It's a plant. The cat? No, that's a different yeah. story. No, the rock, cat stays out of there. Rock Bottom Approach says, I never even realized that my parents always smoked around me until I started smoking myself. Yeah, and see, I know a lot of other adults that I actually hang out with that, you know, when they talk about their childhood, they remember, like, the bong in the fridge. Yeah, totally. You know, <laughs> and, like, their parents rolling joints and stuff like that. And their first time they smoked was with their parents, and yeah. that's a good memory for that them. That is good. That's for sure good. You know, because, I mean, their parents were under standing and they had a good experience being a teenager and wanting to you know experiment i think my first was just remembering there being like this odd smell and then everyone just kind of laughing and like things seemed to slow down kind of and then i was just like all right well i'm going back to my room now you know like total add little kid just yeah that's what you do well and i mean you know but if they would have made a big deal out of it i would totally have been like Well, and see, I never, my parents didn't growing up that I, you know, I mean, my mom, well, while I've been alive, I don't think she's ever touched it, but she's admitted that she did when she was a teenager. And some kids are never, you know. Yeah. But I mean, when I got older and I was a younger teenager, I tried it, you know, with friends. And the first couple of times were stupid. I mean, they were just stupid. <laughs> I don't even know if that was weed. <laughs> and the first time I actually, like, remember getting high was with my friends from the junior high. Yeah. You know? And it was, like, a fun experience. It was. But I wish I would have been able to, like, admit it to my mom and, like, talk to her about it. Right. Like, look, having, we have something in common. Look what I found. Well, like, having Let's to hide more. it for so long. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I didn't want to get in trouble. And but. that sucks if you're in a household like that where, you know, one parent's way super strict, like, don't ever bring that into this house kind of thing. And then, but the other one just doesn't really care, you know? 
Well, and see, everybody also assumes that, like, I'm just going to let my kids smoke it, right? No. I mean, I'm a parent. Who assumes that, Sandy? Come on. <laughs> oh, trust me. Do people assume that? I There have been They're like, some... You're, you're a pothead. You'll just forget and leave it out on the counter well, and the kid will eat it. Well, like, when they it's get retarded. older, like, they think that I'm just going to let, like, my 10-year-old spark one. Oh. And it's like, no. That's... That's... No. I'm a parent first. What are the lighter child safety things rated till? <laughs> At least after 10. Yeah. I mean, come on. You can spark one when you can spark one. I mean, I'm <laughs> not going to sit there like rule. that, but I want my kids to feel comfortable enough to at least talk to me about it. Right. You, you know? don't want to make it like this horrible, evil thing and scare them. Right. I don't want them to think Because then they'll that... find out that you're lying and they won't be happy about that. Right. Don't lie to your kids like that. Right. Santa Claus, uh, I'm not even, not even comfortable with that. I was pissed when I found that out. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, no. Anything else you'd care to get off your chest while we're getting it all out in the open here? God too? Are you're kidding me. <laughs> See, I didn't have to I didn't have to deal with that. I just Lucky had no holidays growing you. up, so Happy holidays. Yeah. But you know, I think that as long as kids know that you are there and that you're willing to talk to them about it, I think that you'll realize that they really, they've got a lot to say. They've got a lot of ideas about it, right. you know, and they need to know because if they've got friends in class that are trying to get them to do something, I mean, it's better to have them educated than like not knowing anything at all. And you don't want your kids hiding things from you because they think you're going to react, you know, well, yeah, unstable like. It starts with one thing and then it snowballs from there into like them... Yeah, like it's no going balls. out and getting knocked up. That's I'm sorry, but that's that's the next step. Yeah, pretty much. That's that's just life. That's life, man. Yep, Thank that you. happens. So has it has it ever been like a a problem at all? No, that's good. No, nope, never. And I mean, you know, I'm I am careful with my kids. Like I said, they think it's a plant that people use for medicine, which is entirely true. They aren't, like, in the middle of everything. They don't touch anything else, right. you know. It's not, like, living room, and then there's plants there. Like, right. Th- it's a separate It's separate. Thing. And even accessories are locked in, a, you know, in a cabinet. Yeah. So, I mean, I take steps to make sure things well, are Well, and okay. if you have kids, like little kids, you should childproof your house anyway. Yeah. Like, the studio here, not childproof at all. You know what that means? Kids aren't allowed here. <laughs> I don't know who would bring there's their kids no, here anyways. I know, but that's that's like <laughs> not you gotta, like nothing if, bad. I'm well, just no, saying. there's like cables everywhere. Could you imagine like two little never, kids just running around in here? Ever bookshelves like on the ground? I would have an aneurysm over. if I oh, brought any of my children in here just for the sheer fact that I would owe you so much money. <laughs> Computers like crying <laughs> on the ground, sparks. Psh- but yeah, I would owe you so cat, much money. Cat in the just, middle of it, just uh, like, whoa, what just happened? The cat wouldn't be here. But <laughs> the you cat know, would if, run away. If you do, and if you do smoke, you know, that should just be, you know, part of you childproofing your house. Yes. So. Do you, is there like a, like during the day you have business hours that you're open till. Right. So when they get home from school and stuff, like, are they running around through the thing or is the whole office separate and everything? Oh, it's separate. I keep them separate. I mean, they've seen the people who come in and stuff, you know, Right. and I introduce them and and they've talked to them and stuff because I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to introduce my kids to anybody I think is dangerous. Right. Yeah. But I'm not going to do all those people that I, right. I'm not going to do business with anybody that I think is dangerous. There's like three (laughs) shops in all three towns that you could go. Yeah. Have if you know. Yeah. I mean, I just, we don't need your business per se. Right. I'm just, I'm careful about who I do business with because I do have kids. I don't need the wrong people involved and I don't need to put anybody in unnecessary risk. Right. So, you know, I know my kids are safe and I would hope everybody knows that if my children were ever unsafe, they would be even more unsafe. (laughs) (laughs) Word to that. I am a mama grizzly bear when I need to be. (laughs) So how's, is there anything in, in closing, any, any other words of wisdom you can give to our fine listeners here 
Just be smart. Don't leave Common your kid sense. in the car for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't get in the bathtub with the toaster. Yeah. That's all. Common, common sense. sense. Simple common sense. If you don't have common sense, you probably shouldn't have done that. Child. <laughs> honestly, I mean, that. I'm not a perfect parent by no means whatsoever. Hey, but there is no <laughs> manual on parenting. Well, there, there, there probably is. No, now. there's not. Is there not? No, there's not. People have tried and they suck at it. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, I read a book called 123 Magic. The entire book was about how you can get your kids to do anything by just counting to three. <laughs> my parents tried that. That doesn't work. No, it doesn't because I get to two and then my kids start counting with me. Yep, because that's what we did when we were kids. I would do that. One, I'd go all the way to ten while I'm running. Like, haha. Yeah, right. I'm just running to my room, which is where she wanted me in the first sure. place. So, okay, but... So, well, that's cool. Yeah. So, how's our uh, how's our buddy doing? Our buddy, our favorite person. Oh no! Well, he he tried to do something that didn't involve theft, forgery, or throwing mm-hmm. a temper tantrum. For real? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Got a news article written <laughs> oh, about right, it. Is, right. is that why? Yeah. They're like this just in. Yeah. So a smattering. I love that word Mm. for some reason. A smattering of medical marijuana patients and caregivers rallied in Missoula Monday to support keeping the state's medical marijuana laws unchanged. The legislature should make medical marijuana less expensive and easier to get, said Steve Wells, who is both a patient and caregiver. If they can make changes for the better, fine. Otherwise, they should leave the law alone. At least that was the consensus sidewalk opinion outside the Missoula County Courthouse during the noontime rally. Hmm. Montana has a good thing going here, so they don't need to turn around and head in the other direction by making a bunch of changes to the law, said Bill Hawkins, director of a group called Hemp Nebraska. We could solve a lot of our nation's problems by using hemp and cannabis more efficiently. The rally was held by Montana Caregivers Network, but it drew far less than the 150 supporters organizer Jason Christ expected. Hmm. So how how did they not get shut down? Like usually if a a business commits forgery or fraud of any kind, like that's it, right? Well, I think they have time to prove that they didn't do it. Yes, caller. You're live on the Hotbox podcast. What's up? What's up? What's up? Who's this? <laughs> uh, what's good with the jam hole? What? I said, what's good with the jam hole? Everything's good with the jam hole. Did you call for the oh, magazine yeah. subscription? Hell yeah. You are the first caller. Hell yeah. Who's this? Uh, Arthur. What's going on, Arthur? Hi, Not Arthur. Much, man. Awesome. Well, Hello. you you win. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Yay. Super sweet. Congratulations. I lo- well, thank you. I haven't won in a long time, so it's good to win. That's right. It is good to win. I haven't won anything in a long time either, come to think of it. Hmm. <laughs> so Whoa. just email your email address and name to info, info. at com, And yes. we'll get that sent off to you. Sweet. That sounds Sweet. good. All right. Well, thanks for the call, Arthur. All right. Thanks. I'm going to go blaze. Go blaze. Go blaze. Holla back. Awesome. See that? He just won something. Yay. Look at that. That's how we do here. Good things happen to good people. That's right. Thank you, Montana Connect and Arthur and us. Hey, thank you, Sandy. So they got how many people showed up? Way <laughs> less. Way less. Way less than 150? Yeah, you like, want to know how many? Like drop the zero? Yeah, like drop One the zero. One five? <laughs> yeah, like 15. Wow. About, yeah, carrying cardboard signs that were clear in their intent, if not their spelling. Please don't send us to jail? Is Please, that what they said? No. no. Leave our, and it's supposed to say, in okay, initiative alone, but they spelled it. Wait, what? Is that for real? Yeah, I N I A T I V E. <laughs> Almost. A L O N. Uh, not quite. Yeah. Hmm. You try. Our in 
Ineative Alon. That's why we're careful about how much we spark before we do the podcast. (laughs) Because if we just went Uh, all out, you guys would be sitting here staring uh, at us, staring at you. That's right. (laughs) And some like weird time dilation would happen. And And a lot of us, yeah, it'd be tomorrow. We'd be stammering. We don't want that. And yeah. So I are mean, you serious? In, usually, in be Yatif? careful. Yeah, Yanativ Le- Alan. That's so horrible. Maybe they were going for a French kind of a thing. You yeah, know? I can see that. <laughs> a panel of state lawmakers met this summer to consider changes to the initiative approved by sixty-four percent of Montana voters in two thousand four. And I bet they were all completely swayed by these sweet protest signs. All fifteen. You know of what? Them. We're gonna leave your Yanativ. Yeah. Have a nice day. Yeah. By the way, you're going to jail for fraud. (laughs) How did he get out of that? I. He's like Houdini. Well, he hasn't gone to court yet. Oh, is that what it is? He bonded out. Yeah, he uh, failed out, so now he's just waiting for, like, to go to court and to you, answer to everything. Would you, like, maybe lay low and not go protest? Oh, if come you were... on. Do you know who we're talking about? Yeah, but... This is the guy with the uh, leprechaun pipe I that just does have his to... little jig on the front courthouse <laughs> steps and lights his little bowl and says, Hey, let's Shikondra. go smoke! I, I like to think that, if I don't know... Human, like I'm human, he's human. That just that's embarrassing, I guess. <sighs> what do you do? Uh, we can we we condemn it. No, we do not condone his actions. I've never condoned Jason. Well, Ugh. I'm glad they made enough money to get him bailed out. Yeah, good job. So that yeah, fifteen people showed up to the rally. Word to that. I'm sure if Jason would have like told them that there was like a doctor or something, and they could stand in line for eight hours, a few more people might have showed up. Yeah, right. You don't get very much support when people don't aren't just trying to get their weed cards from you, you, do you? I would like to say though, good job, Jason, for not throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah, yeah, very impressive, actually. Or for committing fraud. Right? He, I, he didn't commit fraud at all while he was there. Yeah. Well, they did spell that sign wrong, though. Yeah, but that's not fraud. That's just bad English. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's just <laughs> stupidity. <laughs> oh, well. Yep. So, any hoodle. Mm. Did you see this thing about California? Are you going to tell us about that? The Prop 9 thing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost time to vote. Prop 19 in California. If you guys do it, we'll do it up here. Guaranteed. So do it for us, and then we'll do it. We'll do it right back. And then Washington will do it. All the other states will do it. And then we'll all do it. It'll be great. Well, Prop 19, it's coming up to a vote in November. And what's happening right now is there are a lot of people... That are on both sides of the fence, but it's not the people that everyone exactly thought would be on the side of the fence they're on. Really? The Do people, we have some undercover spies and they have... Well, it's not that they're undercover spies. It's that the pe- the people that are supporting Prop 19 happen to be law enforcement, ex-law enforcement, really? um, certain government officials, those certain politicians. Same, those same people that were enforcing... Because they saw how badly the it worked. Ridiculous it yeah. was. And they're like, whoa. And then the people that are against Prop 19 are dispensary owners and growers. Because they see it I as wonder a why. way of getting rid of their business. Uh-huh. So, everyone's kind of confused. They're like, wait like a the second. It's like the Twilight Zone, dude. What is going on? I know. It is really kind of so if that's that's weird that that means that like people are totally just swapping sides and you're just gonna even it out the other way instead so like the same thing's gonna happen either way if everyone just swaps sides right but i I guess the thing is that they expected like anybody involved in marijuana to totally be backing prop 19 for sure shooing and they're seeing these dispensaries that are like uh well you know why though because they're going to lose they they think they're going to lose money on it. They're going to get the holy 
poo taxed out of them. Well, they'll get the tax too. Yes, that I think is that's part of that's it. a big part of it. That is a big part of it. But that's they know another how, level of them losing money, right? And they know how greedy the government can be. And once they see, you know, once a year goes by, and they're like, "Boom!" There's like a billion dollars. They're like, "What if we raise it just a little bit more?" You would think, but we'll Montana's done bill. the opposite. Huh? When you first, when when everyone first got their card, right. it was like one hundred and fifty dollars. Right. Yeah. It's twenty five dollars today to get your card. Really. And they bitch about how many patients there are. Yeah. They've that's been making weird. it easier. It's like you're making money. But then now they're charging less. Right. So, I mean, it's just, it's weird because states don't always do what you would think. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so you would think. It's like you want to make money on this and you're dropping the price? Right. So you're encouraging more or are you trying to entrap us? Yeah. (laughs) That's kind of creepy. See, but with California. If if you weren't the government, I wouldn't be so creeped out. If they were smart, they would put a tax on it, but they would make sure that it's a tax that, you know, can be afforded across the board. Right. And a tax that has maybe a cap like it's because, not going to ever go any higher right, than this because the more understandable the tax is the more people you're going to have taking advantage of it right that makes you more money in the long run instead of making a higher tax where only a small percentage of people can afford it right because and because I- they know that if they if they do this wrong they'll just force everything underground again well right and, and they, they want to do the opposite of that and whoever you tax you're gonna end up you know I mean if they tax just the dispensary owners for having you know these plants and this medicine that's gonna affect anybody who goes in there to buy it because they're gonna have to pay higher prices yep. right so I mean it's it is it's just this huge and that that right there will adjust all the way up it'll make the cost of the equipment more like it'll have large far-reaching exactly. effects on the whole industry not just you going to buy a bag of weed right but then when you look everyone at, involved when you look at the other side of it the ex-law enforcement and everything that are su- supporting prop 19 they've been in the middle of Drug War yeah. 2010 with the Mexican cartel brought to you in HD bullets in your face and mass graves that they found. Right. And then they've also had to, you know, go through with arresting that college kid who really yep. wasn't doing anything wrong or busting into the house to, to arrest the two old people who are growing a little bit for their glaucoma yep. or whatever. You know, I mean, they've had they to go feel bad. through. They're yeah. humans, too, well, after they drop the badge they for a see while. how much money is being spent on it and, what's and how happening. little effect right. it's having you're you know? burning money basically and killing Pretty a few much. people here and there i mean it's not doing anything productive at all at all at all no so you've got all these ex-law enforcement that are supporting it and they're, you know, bringing these stories to light, too, as they're supporting it. Right. They're like, look how ridiculous. Their, yeah. We were there. First-hand experience. We were there. Well, and from as far back as I can remember, the one group of people I have always been told that I can trust above all else, right, are the police. Okay. Right? Like when you're a little kid. Well, yeah, when right, you're a right, little yeah. kid, those are the people right. you're told to go to. And then when you turn 16 and you hear NWA for the first time, you know what they said? They F said to the F the police. Yeah. And so now I'm like, well, do I trust them or do I F them? I don't know what to do. But see, if if certain things weren't, if police weren't forced to do certain things, and I say forced because there right, are it's a police job. out there who I'm sure if they didn't have to, they wouldn't have it's arrested like, these people. It's like the dude at Walmart that has to go clean up the diarrhea in the toilet like he doesn't want to but that's his job he has to do it and that sucks and And so a lot of these officers are being put in positions that you know they don't want to be in and now they're coming forward they're talking about it they're supporting cop 19 leap law enforcement against prohibition yup yup and they actually speak at a lot of these you know big gatherings normal conferences and stuff like that about the things that they've seen I saw them speak at a hemp fest yeah like it was a party that they had the night before yeah and the dude spoke and was like you know this is what we're trying to do and really cool people though well and they point out a lot of stuff that's really important I mean really (coughs) important and so yeah things that they have a total 
totally different perspective than you know you or I might have. Right. Because they were in it. They were in the trenches, like arresting fools. Yeah. Old fools and like kids and stuff. Right. And I mean, they've gone through all of this. They they've experienced it all firsthand. They're the people that we should listen to about it. And so I think that there are people out there, though, that are kind of confused when they hear that there are officers supporting Prop 19 because they're like, wait a minute. (laughs) Are you trying to trick us? Hold on. Like, are you for real? real? Do you do you blame the people, though? No. Like they you've you've kind of given pretty good reason for us to be like. Really? Yeah, I mean, honestly, if any law enforcement tried to act friendly, like, he just wanted to, like, know how yeah, I was... Yeah, unless I, I know you suspicious. or you're, you know, from Leap or something like that. Yeah, like, I that's mean, weird. I, it, I just have a hard time because it does feel like they're always looking for their headline, their big yep. bust. And it's not that I'm doing anything that you could bust me for, but I don't want to deal with the headache. I don't want to get lost in the system. <laughs> I've seen how I'm... y'all make people just disappear well, like that. and they can make people look bad, even right. when you're not doing anything Out wrong. of context. Well, I mean, okay, there's a story right here that I actually brought up out of Seattle. Right. Um, A dispensary was raided. Right. Um, sheriff's detectives raided a Spokane Valley medical marijuana dispensary recently and seized six ounces of the harvested drug there, then moved to the owner's home where they seized 243 marijuana plants. Hmm. Paul E. Ellis was licensed by the city of Spokane Valley to operate MedMardis, a medical marijuana dispenser. Oh, I see what he did. He took Me- the first three letters from medical uh, marijuana dispensary. Clever. Ah. Clever. Yeah. The business was opened in December 2009. Detectives executed a search warrant there September 2nd and seized his business records. Ellis himself has a medical marijuana authorization. The suspect had a portion of his home on East Riverside Avenue set up for starting marijuana plants and processed the harvested drug and the garage in an outbidding set up for cultivating the adult plants. Although detectives seized the harvested and growing marijuana, they did not remove the suspect's growing equipment. Hmm. Ellis was described as forthright and cooperative in the investigation and stated he believes the law allows him to sell the drug to other holders of medical marijuana scripts. However, detectives say Washington law allows a person holding a medical marijuana exemption script to grow 15 plants for their own use or for a designated caregiver of a person holding an exemption to have 15 plants for the patient, not both. Ellis so was he was doing both? I think so, maybe. Huh. But their law is kind of confusing. Yeah, why you do that on purpose. And yeah. sometimes it goes good. Sometimes it goes in favor of the people, but, but see, more I mean, times than not, probably the other way. This is a dispensary raid right here, and right. we were told that they were going to be letting up on that. Now, if he's doing something illegal, then yes, he should have been talked to. But should they have wrecked crops like that? Like, it wasn't the plant's well, fault. Well, I think that it's something that should have... I mean, honestly, it's something that... Yeah, I he mean... He should have had the Department of Agriculture well, on his side. Well, if you have a confusing law, though, I mean, come on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because... It kind of sounds like it's hard for them to make it uh, like a business. Well, I mean, I know people who... They think that it's okay for them to be married, living in the same house, and make each other their caregivers... To try to have 24 plants total in the house. Right. That's not how it works. Right. You can't do that. You can still only have the 12 plants in the house. Because... Because... The, the house or... The, the law won't... As far as I know, is it they because look it's for one, stuff like that. But each person has a card. Right. So, but, but because you're married? I... Hmm. It's the... It's those little weird things that are Why? like... Why? 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 <laughs> and Why? so this is another state, and their laws are just as confusing. I've had people from Washington come over here because Montana does accept other states' medical cards. So technically, they could come over here from a state that doesn't have very agreeable laws, get the weed, and then go back home because it's already in their possession. They're allowed to have it, right? No. No? No. Is that trafficking? Yes. Oh. You're not allowed to leave state lines. You have to stay inside For Montana. For real? So yeah. you would have to smoke it all at the border. Right. And you have to abide by Montana law while you're here. So even if you're from Oregon, which allows people to have 24 ounces, 
Right. Each, right? Right. You can only have one ounce here. So you have to buy it an ounce at a time mm-hmm. and then drive. That's, that's no, sucks. but see, you can't even drive back with it. You have to stay inside Montana oh. with it. And so I've had people from Washington like our- that have come over and they've been like, the laws there are so weird. Like we don't, we're, we're weird. Like we don't even want to deal with it. We've considered not even being on the program anymore. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. But if you, like, if in reality, if you think about it, unless there's cops, like, at the border checking you, they're not going to know whether, you know, you got it over here or over there. Yeah. So, is it worth the risk? Probably. But if you get in trouble, don't say we didn't tell you. Yeah. (laughs) So, what do we got next here? Well... Oh, hey, this is just a little snippet right here. Oh, please. Agents from a drug task force have seized more than 1,000 pounds of marijuana from a pickup truck stopped (laughs) by authorities near Taliqua. 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 Taliqua, Oklahoma. You doggy. Let me guess, taillight out or speeding? What was it? Well, Cherokee County Under Sheriff Jason Chenault says authorities seized about 39 bundles of the drug and arrested two people during the bus on Monday. He says authorities received a tip about a pickup truck moving marijuana throughout the area. Someone didn't like you. He said when the drug dogs alerted its handlers, agents searched the pickup trailer and found 1,069 pounds of marijuana. Damn. He says agents... That's like a horse trailer full of weed. Yep. That's a lot of weed. He said agents were told that the drug came from Mexico and was on its way to Tennessee and North Carolina where it would be distributed. Of course. Dude, that's like half a ton. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's retarded. It was worth $1.6 Yeah, you think? Yeah. And he just had it in a horse trailer. That's a lot of money to like have somebody tattle on you. Like Somebody's going to die because of that now. Do well, you see what the, the underground market does? Well, the does? Mexicans were involved too. Oh, yeah. They don't F around. Those cartels. Yep. So. I got one from El Paso, Texas. With uh, It's not, not near as much, but it's cool because they found it on a passenger bus. 800 pounds of weed. If you go through, like, all the headlines about all the bus and just add up, like, that is a tremendous amount of pot that... What, what, what happens to all that weed? It all gets burned in a giant incinerator. They still do that? They don't think that, like, hey, we could, like, sell this if we made it legal. Like, no, they would have such actually, massive stockpiles of it. I actually have a friend who used to be employed here in the state of Montana um, shoveling stuff into the incinerators, things that had to be destroyed. And that was one of the things that they would bring in. He would hmm. see plants, full plants, um, and then just the product that was already dried and ready for, you know, and they just put ready it all for in. After distribution. The case, after the case, of course, because I think that they have to keep it as evidence or whatever. And then as soon as the case is all done and everyone's been tried and they find out what they're going to have to be in trouble for, and the right. police have taken their cut if they're of into course. that kind of thing. Then it gets burned. They're always into that kind of thing. Yeah, you know. They're like, man, I, I swear we had more of this. I yeah. Uh, this was found at uh, the Custom and Border Protection. Officials said the marijuana was found in the ceiling-mounted air conditioning unit. That's sneaky. Ooh. 48-year-old Mexican man was arrested. Funny thing, no people on the bus. Really? He didn't, he didn't pick up any passengers. Wow. Do you think perhaps if they would have planned this better, they would have had mock passengers so it looked normal? Like, I see a Mexican driving an empty bus. I'm going to be like, hmm, he's probably got some weed or something in there. Yeah. But if, you know, you see him with a bus full of people, you don't think nothing of it. Maybe. That guy is making his living. Yeah. Living the American dream. Uh, So... We have another story about the Border Patrol getting in a firefight. There was a firefight. Yeah. Mission, Texas. These guys are getting crazy. They're killing people. They're killing Americans. Man. Americans are dying because of this. 
The U.S. Border Patrol reports agents fired into Mexico over the weekend. Because, you know, it's Saturday night. We're getting effed up. Woo! Fire into Mexico. That's what we do for fun on the weekends here at the border. We just fire into Mexico. Into Canada. Right. We're closer to Canada. Yeah. There's no Mexicans in Canada, though. I think that's it's what they were. It's hunting season almost here, by the way. Oh, it is. Yeah, there's all the signs up in front of all the convenience stores that say hunters. He had hand Do hurt not him. bring your firearms <laughs> inside. Hey, hey, leave your gun in the truck. <laughs> that's so awesome that we live in a place that you have to be told that. I know there's going to be a lot of shooting going on. Just leave that in your truck there. Hey, hey. The uh, incident between Border Patrol agents in Mission, Texas, and supposed drug traffickers in Mexico. Uh, Officer sees more than a thousand pounds. Another thousand pounds. Another thousand pounds. So far this year, they have seized 800,000 pounds. That is so much weed. That is a lot. That's tons. Tons and tons and tons, dude. 800,000 pounds. (sighs) <sighs> I wish I could roll around in that. Eight hundred. That's <laughs> like so much. That's this whole like not that's even just the studio, <laughs> like the living room that we're in and that kitchen, wow. and probably the little closet-sized bathroom. Yeah, that's so much weed. So, uh, what's next for us here? Well, George Michael's gonna go to jail. Oh, Georgie, Georgie, Georgie. He is getting old. He got in trouble for... I'm sorry. There is like a hair right there. Get it. Okay. So he's been sent to jail, and when he gets out, he can't drive for five years, right? Why? He pled guilty to driving under the influence and possession of marijuana. (laughs) What? He... On Tuesday, he was sentenced to eight weeks in jail and a fine of $2,000. Do you think that just maybe he was just completely wasted on heroin and he just, like, you don't want to say that, right? Like, oh, I might. I've been shooting up heroin all night. You're like, no, I was smoking weed. That's much easier charge, right? George Michaels would rather have him going to jail or whatever for weed than for banging heroin, probably. Yeah, but how many people do you know that'd be out and about driving after banging heroin? Uh, I know a couple people that probably would. I bet George Michaels, he was getting driven around. Yeah, well, you know. As long as your driver's not doing it. He's only going to serve four weeks, and then he's going to be on probation for the other four. Well, of course, because, I mean, it's... (laughs) It's effing George Michael, I know. isn't it? He would enjoy prison way too much. That's I didn't even it's think of that. It's a step up from a restroom. That is true. True story. There's no glory holes in prison. Sorry, George. It's all glory. Well, <laughs> that was a horrible... That's, t- that's too bad. I think if I was doing any kind of drugs, I would be really super careful to obey all traffic. You know, if I had to... If I was out driving around doing drugs, like George Michael... Just on the town, just being like, this is my town. I'm George Michael. I got faith. It's cool. So. Well, you gotta have faith. Yeah, you gotta. I heard a song like that once. (laughs) So, uh, anything else? Yes, one more. One more. What's the time, please? 53. Awesome. So, Fresno County has a temporary ban on their outdoor grows. Really? Yeah. Why would you... Just outdoor grows. Outdoor, yeah. Outdoor marijuana gardens are now illegal in Fresno County. The county supervisors took emergency action to place a moratorium. In effect, a ban on outdoor gardens of medical marijuana. So, what about, like, non-medical? Is that still cool (laughs) to grow, or...? Oh, oh, if you're you growing just non-medical wanna... right now, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> right. You just want to ban the medical. Okay. Yeah. Sweet deal. Supervisor Henry Peria questioned the medicinal need for the gardens that have appeared throughout the county. This is a racket. It's not people using marijuana for medical purposes. They have figured out a way to abuse a well-intended law. There have been four reports of gunfire at medical marijuana gardens in recent weeks. Okay, who's shooting guns? One man was shot and killed while allegedly stealing pot from a garden in central Fresno. Well, 
The marijuana grower who shot him is facing murder charges. He knows he lives in California, and if he had a seed, he could grow it on his own, right? Right. Like, it's a whole lot easier than here in Montana, where you can only grow outside, like, three months out of the year. Yeah, totally, right? (laughs) And you're like, so you break into a place. If somebody's there and catches you, you almost expect you're probably going to get shot if they have you a should know if you're going to live a life of robbery there's yeah. a chance you'll be shot right it comes with the job <laughs> and they're going to charge him for murder huh yeah for defending his home was it his house i don't know huh. it just says that that a marijuana grower shot him legal providers like shannon lucci said told the supervisors it's unfair to punish them because of the shootings how about we place a moratorium on criminals Ooh, yeah <laughs> good idea in your face city. what kind of precedent are we setting by martyring criminals and punishing law-abiding citizens she said hallelujah despite pleas from growers the board acted on advice from the county council and voted unanimously for a 45-day moratorium on outdoor pot growing oh that's how it starts Supervisor Peraria believes it means growers can move their plants inside or lose their crop. I would advise them to take them down today or tomorrow because we are going to come after them. Whoa, big words, big man. What's up? You're going to come knock down my outdoor grow? Not cool. (laughs) Yeah. Not cool at all. But Fresno County Sheriff Margaret Mims said no raids are imminent. Uh, This afternoon, there will be no deputies pulling out or no deputies. There will be. (laughs) Wait, pulling out? There will be deputies out pulling up marijuana. Word. Plants. Sheriff Moon says she supports the supervisor's actions, but says too many cities and counties have been sued and forced to compensate marijuana growers for confiscated plants. Ah. A lawsuit could be financially severe in Fresno Mm -hmm. County. So before we take any action, we will be sure we're on solid legal ground. Better talk to my lawyer. Maybe they should have brought that up to the city council. Yeah, you think? Well-known marijuana defense attorney Bill McPike... Believes the county is on shaky legal ground. Uh-huh. He thinks the county's action is just for show. He says the moratorium is unenforceable and will be challenged in court. It's so blatantly <laughs> unconstitutional. I don't care what the county council said. I wasn't there. I disagree, and we're willing to fight for patient rights, McPike said. Well, word to that. The city of Fresno is expected to consider a similar moratorium this week. All this political activity comes as the marijuana harvest is underway, so it's very likely all of the plants growing now will be harvested if and when before law enforcement gets the chance to pull them up. Right. So what if what if you set up like a couple of automated gun turrets? So you're not like technically pulling the trigger, you're just kind of like, don't, I'm not I expecting think it's anybody. along the same lines as if you own a dog and you say something that causes them to attack someone you're charged with, atta- <laughs> like with a deadly attack, weapon. Sick nuts. Something like that. And, right. if, and if it's heard that you ordered your dog to attack, <laughs> so, then you get charged with attack with a deadly weapon. So hmm. I think if you put in anything automated that kills people, you'll still be charged well, with Well, no, something. I'm not put. whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. You said gun turrets. Yeah, I didn't say to Guns kill people. Guns kill people. Well, the, if they wouldn't, though. You don't shoot a person without <laughs> assuming they will die. That is the but first no, check thing this you out. learn in, like, anything. Totally missing the whole point here. <laughs> I'm not expecting anyone to come over. I'm just setting these up, you know, for deer. Uh-huh. Raccoons. Possum. Possum. Awesome possum. Wasps. So it's not my fault that somebody broke into my house unbeknownst to me. I was sleeping. You might be able to, you know. I need a good lawyer, right? Yeah. Hmm. So no automated gun turrets. Probably not. I think that would be a good idea. Probably not. I bet the first time anybody gets wasted by automated gun turrets, you will never read about another robbery like that ever again one example that's all it takes i'm telling you with automated gun turrets oh man if you could afford automated gun turrets we wouldn't have ads that play on the podcast (laughs) we watch we listen that's true (laughs) that is true 10 bucks a month you believe that 
Awesome. That's why people should donate. They should. Hotboxpodcast.com slash donate. Absolutely. So. So that is all for me. Well, fantastic. Hey, thank you. Thank you. It's been a slice. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Email us, info at hotboxpodcast.com. Leave a message for the show, 406-204-4687, of course. What are you doing this weekend, Sandy? I'm going to the Roach Market! <laughs> Absolutely. Woo! September 18th, hotboxpodcast.com slash Roach Market. Check it. We need to get some of those flyers. Yeah. And we can put them out. Yeah. Two days before. I know, right? <laughs> Facebook. Everyone that even cares about this has an internet. So use your internet. Harness your inner internet. Yes. Your intranet, if you will. All right, Align well, we'll see you guys out there on a Saturday. Yes, we will. Wish everybody luck. Good luck. It's going to be fun. Bye. Bye-bye. If you like you we, like we, this, this is where you need to be. If you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Hot Boss Podcast.